Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Brian Sterud, CIO at Faith Regional Health Services. In this segment, Sterud talks about the path that led him to the CIO role, the enormous benefits he has reaped from furthering his education, and why he believes it's critical to create a platform for constructive criticism. I, I noticed that you have a background in engineering, um, so is that something where you would kind of uh, you know, plan to stay in that capacity? or? Uh, did, did your career just kind of progress, or how did that work? What you're probably seeing on there is the is engineering from the uh, network engineer perspective. If that, mm-hmm. um, like many, uh, I, well, I don't know if everybody necessarily takes that same path, but I started ha- hands-on um, working with uh, systems and, and um, networks, and and evolved in, in through that network engineering role, and and sort of moved mm-hmm. on up from there. Okay. As far as, uh, you know, eventually getting into uh, the role that you are in now, is that something that you kind of aspired to? Or, uh, I mean, it's interesting, too, that the CIO role has changed so much, you know, in the past couple of years. But is that something that you had kind of zeroed in at one point and, and thought, like, you know, this is what I want to do? Yeah. To be really honest, when I was, when I was doing hands-on consulting work, um, we were, I worked for a consulting company where we did installs and that kind of thing for area. It was a value-added re- reseller, so I was, had a number of industry certifications and, um, and was really, uh, really technical. And one of the customers that I had was, um, was a hospital and happened to be in my hometown. So when there was an opportunity that came about there, it, made a lot of, it, was, a, it was a good fit for me to go to go there and I knew um, so when you ask was I was that something I aspired to do I, I definitely um, felt like that that might be a, a nice opportunity to transition away from maybe being that hands-on expert uh, from a technical perspective and move a little bit more into the to the management and strategic role I knew that was something I might want to do um, the healthcare piece was mostly by accident I, I wasn't necessarily Anything that I had identified, it just it was a really good fit at the at where I had where I had gone. Um, that it was a little bit smaller facility, um, and it was a director position while it was and while it was the head of the IT department at the particular system, uh, smaller system. Um, I knew that I had a desire to to continue to progress my career, and um, this uh, this opportunity, particularly in Northeast Nebraska, was a great move or a good opportunity for me because um, because it was still allowed me to stay relatively close to my family where I grew up and my wife and I are from the same town. So um, it was a good way to kind of have uh, my cake and eat it too, I guess, because um, many opportunities through the years, I think uh, a lot of us that are in this position, you get phone calls and you get emails about opportunities um, scattered around the country, and um, you know, no dis- I, won't, I, won't, I won't name cities, but um, no disrespect to some of the some of the places that that I'd heard about jobs and opportunities that I honestly would have been a great fit for. They were, I had no interest in living uh, where the where those particular opportunities were located. So right. um, this is a, a blessing for us to be able to be as close as we were to home and still have a great opportunity. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That 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 is huge. And uh, if if you're not really all about living in the city, you're not going to be happy there. And that's really important, definitely. Now, um, so as far as uh, you know, taking on that that CIO role, um, I, I noticed that that you got you know you 
got some certifications, and it seems like some, that's something that's a, a really smart thing to do just because of, you know, the complexity of the CIO role. And then I imagine that it was also just valuable, you know, getting, getting that knowledge from people who have been in your shoes. Yeah, it's it's tremendous. If I if I'm if I'm able to, I make a huge pitch for the the Chime Boot Camp was a was a really big deal, and it was a really smart decision for me to attend that. I think it gave me the opportunity to try to um, advance myself as far as um, make up for a, a, some of the the lack what I had in years of experience at that time and bring myself forward um, rather than than literally waiting for those years of experience to be under my belt, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So, um, and, the, and then the other part is, as part of that, the CHCIO certification. I think when I passed my test, it was still um, just under 100 in, in the country that had had the certification at that time, and, and that wasn't that long ago. Um, but it was kind of a, it was a nice way for someone like me who was young new to healthcare to you know advance myself maybe beyond my years by by um by working with the faculty that we have at the boot camp and then taking the exam which which you know um I think it means something um it doesn't mean you know everything but it definitely means something and those that's probably the most important thing uh to me and, and then I think um as I progressed then and um determined while I had the, the technical background and I was gaining the healthcare experience and background, I felt like adding uh, business, um, having a little better uh, business uh, component to what I could offer made a lot of sense to me. So I just, uh, compl- then I went in along and completed my MBA, um, with, which had an emphasis in healthcare administration, but it was a, it's an MBA. So I think that helped kind of round me out a little bit too to, balance the business um, acumen with uh, the, that technical uh, IT background that I had. Right. Definitely seems like a smart way to go. And I think one of the things that's interesting to me about, uh, you know, the, the courses, the certifications and boot camps is that uh, you're getting access to people who, who have uh, faced the same challenges and uh, kind of getting a, maybe a window into how they look at things or how they do things. And, uh, that seems like uh, very worthwhile. Absolutely, and I'm I'm willing to bet the percentage is very high of people that have went through. And I'm, you can use any other any other sort of class, I'm, I'm sure as well. But specifically yeah. that boot camp class, um, I have I have individuals that I could pick up and call right now, and uh, and be able to kind of bounce some things off of and they'll, they'll answer the phone and, and honestly that's worth its weight in gold. Uh, so I think a lot of us figure out very quickly that you don't have to, you don't have to uh, engineer the wheel. You don't have to create that. You can um, work with other, other facilities and get, gain ideas and maybe just adopt them a little bit to your own facility. But um, that goes a long way. And I think that's probably one of the better ways to, to advance yourself or to, or to, um, evolve. Yeah. Yeah. So now, uh, in the few years that, um, you've been in the role, do you think that your, your style has kind of changed a bit or evolved or is it something where you think it's going to kind of continue to change just because the, you know, this environment is so <laughs> rapidly changing? That's a really great question. Uh, are you talking management style? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a really great question. I think um, many of us gain enjoyment out of reading some leadership books and reading, you know, some of those those kinds of things that are um, thought provoking. And I think um, I don't know how much different my style has changed, and I don't know necessarily where it will go. Other than I think we have to be uh, very dynamic. We have to be able to um, adjust. Uh, very quickly, um, and really not close your mind to anything. I think being open-minded is huge. Um, I think that the sort of the new leader, uh, the new leader in any probably uh, industry agnostic um, is just that transformation leader versus that transactional leader. And I think in the past it was a lot more, um, you know, command and control. And I think the new age is more empower. Uh, and and be a more trans- transformational leader, um, and I think it's I always find it interesting to talk about those kinds of things with people because uh, I think a willingness to uh, to be open to continuous improvement. So we talk about that in healthcare all the time, and I think but sometimes I don't know that leaders are always open to that. And so I tell my staff all the time, you know, when we even just a meeting, you know, what can we do to make this more productive? What what did we not do well enough? Um, and to be open to uh, that continuous quality improvement type of uh, type of philosophy. And I think that with some, that thought of looking for and seeking criticism is seen as can be seen as a weakness. I, there are some there are some individuals that I think that can be tough for because I think that it can appear as, as being weak or, or admitting that you made a mistake, and et cetera. And so I do think it's interesting to watch people and see how they operate in those types of environments. And I think many of those that are successful today, clearly there's exceptions to everything, but I think many of those that are successful today are open and, and subscribe to the fact that um, nothing's perfect. And if I don't provide a, uh, a platform to allow for constructive criticism and constructive ways to improve a, a process or a meeting or fill in the blank, then, uh, then I'm really not going to ever be any better tomorrow than I was today. So I think those are the things that, that is, from a leadership style, those are the, the, the things I live by. Um, how else, you know, may or may not change, I think is a really interesting question. I would invite you to call me in a few years and we'll find out maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I definitely want to catch up again, um, you know, with the, uh, some of the, the, the changes that uh, your organization is going to be going through and, and the whole industry. But, um, yeah, I, I would definitely like to catch up again down the line. Um, but it sounds like you, know, you guys are doing a lot of, of interesting work there, and uh, it's enough to keep you busy for now. <laughs> yeah, we. I mean, I don't think anybody in IT has to really go looking for anything to do these days, that's <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, that, that all that being said, I've taken up a lot of your time, but, but I really appreciate it. Um, a lot of good thoughts, and uh, yeah, again, I would definitely like to catch up in a little bit just to, to see how everything's going, and um, you know, just uh, just check in and see how the the organization is going. So thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. That's awesome. I appreciate it, Kate. And uh, and anytime I enjoy I enjoy these kinds of discussions, and uh, so it's always nice to kind of take a little bit of a break and and shoot the breeze this way. So I appreciate it. All right. Well, thanks so much, and I'll be in touch soon. All righty. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, 
visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.